This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. I've got a brown eyed lover on the other side of town. I don't want to keep her waiting. That's the song Brown Eyed Lover off the most recent album by Alan Stone. Most of this record was written in his family cabin in his tiny one-stoplight hometown of Chewila, Washington. Alan Stone, the son of an actual preacher, was living in Seattle when his music career took off. Now with a wife and son in tow, he has moved back to eastern Washington. He joins me now from his home in Spokane to talk about his music and how the coronavirus has impacted his career. Hello, Alan. Hello. Thanks for having me. So I know that Stevie Wonder has been a huge musical influence on you, which is exciting to hear because, you know, I grew up in Michigan and Motown was like, yeah, that's that was our music. And I hear so much of Stevie Wonder's voice in some of the songs on your record, um, especially songs like Hold It Down. I don't spend my time chasing what is new. Look outside. Look outside. The world is changing in front of my eyes. And miscommunicate. I remember way back in the day. I used to know all of my neighbors' names. And you even have that Stevie Wonder harmonica in the song Miscommunicate. I want to talk a little bit more about just that song in general, Miscommunicate. I mean, it's about creating community and and finding it hard to do so. Can you tell me more about just that song, Miscommunicate? Yeah, I wrote that song with my friend Joey Dosick and uh, Theo Katzman. But we were sitting around and I think it was like, it was probably right before or right during President Trump getting voted into office and and what seemed like the collapse of America. And we were talking a lot about the tension on the internet. This device that has been promoted as to connect us feels like it's further separating us from community. It it always feels to me when I text somebody uh, versus calling them, there's some sort of emotional exchange, you know, like just even the the physical aspect of it seems to um, be vacant. And um, I think it leads to a lot of miscommunication, really. Um, And so that song was an attempt to try and highlight that, highlight how these advances in technology that have won, that we're all completely consumed by, but also that have been promoted as connecting as I think potentially might further disconnect us. Miscommunicate was was really an attempt to just start that dialogue like are we doing the best we can in building communities and and connecting with folk outside of our echo chambers. Sundays. Welcome, friends and strangers, just the same. 
But what about like now, now that we're in social isolation and people are having to, you know, hang out over Zoom meeting or are streaming, you know, doing live performances on, on, you know, Facebook Live or whatever it may be. It seems like this song can also have like a whole nother meeting, you know, during the times of, of the coronavirus. Yeah, it's so weird, isn't it? I, I think there's going to be a, a mecca after this thing straightens out and that I think that everybody is is going to be so starved of physical touch and physical closeness to people that there's going to be some type of of mecca where people fully understand that connecting via phones and video conferencing and although it's a wonderful utility like it's not the same as sitting down and having coffee it's just the communication's different i mean even I think once people are really um, depraved of that long enough, it might ensue this real coming back to to that tradition maybe a little bit more readily, if that makes sense. Yeah. Can you talk about, I mean, I know you were supposed to perform, you know, at KEXP Gathering Space at the end of March. Can you talk about just how the coronavirus has impacted you and your music career? Like, have you had to have tours canceled? Are you changing your, the way you do things and, you know, also doing live streaming of your performances? Yeah, it's been a complete about face. We were halfway through my uh, headline tour to promote um, Building Balance, the record that I, I most recently released. And on my birthday, actually, this is Friday the 13th. I was born on Friday the 13th. And this no, year, no. <laughs> my, my, and this year, my birthday fell on Friday the thirteenth, and that day we had to postpone the tour. It was like really incredibly surreal to one postpone an entire tour indefinitely at that point, not fully comprehend what this even is, and yet to do it on my birthday. As well, turning 33, a bunch of threes in there. I don't, I don't know if I enjoy that number as much as I used to, but I don't really know. I've definitely changed my approach. You know, I've been live streaming quite a bit. I'm doing a lot more video, doing a lot more video work. I'm currently like building a studio out up here in Spokane. But if, if you can't do shows as a musician, if you can't do a live show, that's one, that's the main revenue stream of my business. And I don't know very many musicians whose main revenue stream isn't that as well. But it also, as much as I love making music, which I do, the greatest part about making music is playing it live in front of people, in front of real human bodies. And I don't know what music would be like or the world would be like if that wasn't possible. So yeah, some adjustments have been made. But um, I th- I'm still holding out hope. My fingers are crossed that this thing straightens out uh, here pretty soon. Yeah. But you were able to tour, you know, this record a little bit in the fall. You did something called a karaoke tour. Can you talk about that? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Uh, we did what was called Alan Stone's Karaoke Extravaganza. So the audience, you buy a ticket, you come early, you sign up for karaoke, and then randomly you get selected to come up and sing karaoke with me. So we were, so I would sing Backstreet Boys songs with my, you know, people in the audience and Alanis Morissette songs and people would come up on stage and we would sing together and, and do, do karaoke as a duo. Consider me 
I'm talking with Alan Stone, whose latest album is called Building Balance here on Sound and Vision on KEXP. So, Alan, you got married back in 2018. And I understand that, you know, your relationship, um, you know, leading into marriage inspired the song Consider Me. Can you talk about that song a little bit? Yeah, it's it's uh, man, it's, it's about as black and white as it of, of a song as it gets. Really, I think it's. Um, I wrote it right before I asked my wife to marry me, and it's a uh, a tune about just that. The first line is, "If you're looking for somebody to to love you through the the night and be there in the morning with the same look in their eyes, consider me." If you're looking for somebody who will love you through the night. And be there in the morning with the same look in their eyes. Can you talk a little bit about how you used fan stories as part of the music video for the song? Yeah, we, we we came up with the an idea. Well, one, we wanted to do a music video. We thought, man, it would be a great um, a great tune to do a, a music video for. But we didn't have any direction for the music video. So we thought, well, why... Why don't we open it up to the fan base and the fan network? One of the hardest parts of my wedding was writing my vows. I stayed up all night. I remember I was we were, I got married in Australia. My wife's Australian, and the entire night prior to like three in the morning, I stayed up with my dad trying to write these vows. And it just everything just seemed so like corny and disingenuous and. Um, it's a hard thing attempting to write words and express yourself to to somebody that you're planning on literally committing the rest of your life to. And uh, luckily, I have my dad there, who is a trained minister, and he was <laughs> very helpful in getting those those vows written. But I wanted to hear other people's vows and some other commitments that folks had made to each other at their wedding. And I thought, why don't we make an entire music video incorporating these these vows? Have people send in their vows, their personal story, and we can mix and match them to fulfill this storyline of this music video. And it was great. We had, man, thousands of entries, and um, we pieced together this really cool music video that that winked a little bit at all these wonderful vows that, that folks set in. So there's one more song that I want to talk to you about, um, and it's your song, Back to the Swing. Can you talk to me about what that song is about? Yeah, Back to the Swing is, um, it's kind of a shout out to, I have a bunch of them in my life. I'm, I would imagine the listeners have quite a few as well. But there's there's people in my life who, no matter what the world tosses at them, kind of always manage to shoot rainbows out of their tailpipe. They're always stoked. They always like see the sunny side up of, of life. And I really like those people. And I really strive to do that in my old life. And it's difficult. It's not easy. I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm a hopeless romantic and the world just constantly seems like it's pulling me down, but it takes effort to, to be one of those folk. And, um, 
and that's what back to the swing is. It's it's really a, a shout out to those people who managed to to see the the glasses half full uh, consistently and always um, push towards positivity. And um, you know, instead of choosing to to gravel in the foxhole, they 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 choose to uh, float on the clouds. And I I really aspire to that. And that's what really I mean. This whole record building balance is really my journey towards center. I think, you know, I went through several years of my life growing up in the church and, and my ideology and and worldview had been kind of formed through that scope. And then I completely rebelled against that and left the church and was, you know, dancing with the devil for many years. And, um, through the process of this record and, the evolution of becoming a, a father and a husband and and, a, and really an adult, I've managed to cultivate my own garden and find the my own recipe to that life salad, and um, and that's really one of them is positivity and um, perspective, joy, gratitude. It's all part of that uh, wonderful life casserole towards building balance. Life casserole, I like that. I've been speaking with Alan Stone. His latest album, Building Balances, was released in November. Alan, thank you so much for chatting today. Thank you so much for having me, Emily. I really appreciate your time. Hey, let me take a second. First stop, everybody lower your weapons. There's a million different ways to spin a message. So I gotta box this up and express it. There's so much static in the universe. My 98 Saturn seems stuck in reverse. But the majority of troubles that I notice... Always magnified by the way I focus All good people that I come across The key That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And if you can go the extra mile, please consider giving a one-time $20 donation at kexp.org slash sound. I'm your host and producer, Emily Fox. Thanks for listening, and we'll chat more soon.